Welcome to Counsel the Word, a podcast of the Center for Biblical Counseling and Discipleship. I'm your host, Keith Palmer, and today we're going to be talking about biblical counseling homework. Well, I am really grateful today to be with my friend and fellow counselor here at the church, Linda Belden. Linda is one of our ACBC certified counselors. She counsels women here in our church and community every week as a part of our counseling team. Uh, She and her husband, Ron, are uh, members of our church here and a blessing to us. Uh, So Linda, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm really excited about this conversation because uh, Linda, like uh, many of our counselors here, um, brings a diverse background and uh, skill set. And one of the things that she wants to talk about to bless all of us today is counseling homework. And I know in my uh, duties in terms of training biblical counseling students, homework is often one of those things that students really struggle with. So I'm so grateful, Linda, to have this conversation. Uh, Maybe we could start off just asking a couple of questions here. When you're setting your counseling agenda How do you do that, including the assigning of homework? Well, I always start with prayer. And for the first session, I will have already reviewed the PDI. And then I, at that point, set a tentative agenda, and that includes homework already. And in the following sessions, we review the homework right after we pray. I give some instruction and teaching. I give them some hope. And then there's that homework again. Uh, and it's always based on the biblical instruction, the things that we've talked about in counseling. And then I'll do a closing prayer with them, those that are comfortable with praying. What did, uh, what do you want to tell the Lord? What has He shown you today? What do you want to ask Him about what we've done today and how you want Him to help you? And then I'll close in prayer. That's very helpful. And for those of you that may be listening, if you're new to biblical counseling and you hear the word homework, what we mean by that is homework uh, refers to assignments that the counselor will give the counselee between sessions that facilitate the understanding of Scripture, the sanctification process, and really helping them to put into place the biblical answers that were discussed in the session. So when we say homework, that's really what we're talking about. So Linda, for you, what does your first session homework typically look like? Well, I usually start with something called getting started, and that teaches them what their purpose in life is and why they're here. Uh, They're here to glorify God, and they're here to honor Him. And then I might include a portion on Romans 8, 28, 30, and of course that includes the gospel, but it also tells them that the problems that they've presented are part of how God is working in their lives. And I'll give them a worksheet on that to go through that graphic and identify some things. I'll give them hope. And also I'll talk to them about their commitment to counseling, which includes doing homework. And I'll go back through with them what we looked at in the section. And then um, I'll want them to answer questions based on some of the worksheets that I give them. Uh, first session, I quite often assign Jay Adams' booklet, Christ in Your Problems, and I put together a worksheet to help them do it. I also want them to begin memorizing 1 Corinthians 10, 13. This is such a good verse to, uh, for them to, for us to follow through, 
uh, throughout our counseling. It's There is no temptation such as is common to man, and I want to see that, help them with that in their life and to see that God is faithful to help them. Uh, I also always focus on the gospel, and I have something called saved or sanctified in that first session. I want to hear their testimony, and so I will assign different things um in homework for them to look at the gospel and examine that in their lives. Uh, recently, I begin, I've begun to assign the gospel of Jesus Christ by Paul Washer, and that's an excellent homework assignment. It has some self-examination questions, uh, and it has some assurances of salvation in there that they can look at. Yeah, I like what you're saying, and this is good to recognize that usually first session homework is not necessarily tied to the presentation issue. That is, it's not specific to the actual topic that the person is coming to discuss in counseling. Uh, What Linda's describing is uh, homework that is really foundational. We're reviewing the gospel. We're getting to know the person. We're getting basic commitments to the process, and all of those are designed to really get the counseling started on the right foot. Uh, so that's really helpful, Linda, to hear that. So um, we, we alluded to this earlier, but just in your mind as, as a biblical counselor, what would you say are the purposes or purpose for homework? Well, I tell them right off that it is to help them to apply what we've been talking about in counseling. And I tell them, this is your time with the Lord to seek his wisdom, and it's to help you to apply and put into practice the things that you're, you've learned. Well, that's great. And um, so that helps them right there to understand the purpose for homework and, and the reason that we do it. Often that's surprising to counselor or to counselees, I think, because so many systems of counseling don't revolve around um, duties or work or um things that the counselee might need to do between sessions. So explaining that early on is is very helpful. Um, so Linda, what are some of the things that you typically include in your homework assignments from week to week? When I first came on board uh, at Grace Counseling, I met with Pastor Terry. He's my supervisor, and he reminded me to include thinking things and doing things. And so the thinking is meditating, renewing your mind, examining your heart, yourself. The doing is applying things, and it's putting things into action. The put-off, put-on assignments would be the doing part, and I found that very helpful for me. And I'll include spiritual discipline assignments, like that daily reading of the Word and memorizing Scripture, church attendance. I have a sermon note uh, form that I give them, to encourage them to fill that out if they are attending a church or I invite them to mine. Uh, I'll include Thanksgiving and service, those one another assignments, and I give them a handout that uh, lists 36 of the one another's, and I tell them to go through that and to pray and ask the Lord to bring someone into their life, one or two people into their life that week that they can encourage and help. And then I want them to note the one another's that they did. And this is going to help someone, especially that has anxiety or depression, where they're very self-focused. It helps them to put their mind on others and caring for them. 
Um, I usually have them memorize and meditate on scriptures. I will typically get, keep a list, a running list of their verses, so I can have those, and they'll have a list of the things that they are memorizing. I sometimes need to gather some more data. I might assign a sheet that I call View of Life. It's a great question that will draw out how they're looking at life, like when I get angry, I do this, or this is my goal in life, or when life gets hard, I do this. To be happy, I really want this to happen. And at the end of that view of life, I want them to write three things that uh, come to their mind when they think about God. Hmm. And this handout also includes a more in-depth problem list. Uh, it's divided into categories to help them look at their life and to see, ah, these are areas that I'm struggling with as well. In my homework, I use a lot of home, uh, questions. I use personal reflections and assessments um, based on the teaching that I've had. And it's always good to ask questions. Jesus did. Uh, and so that draws out what's going on in their heart and their thinking. And I frequently use Julie Ganschow's booklet, Questions on the Heart Level, where she has questions about uh, helping you draw out anger or bitterness or self-pity or pride, and I found that really helpful. I've also, um, I use Martha Peace. She use, has a lot of assessments in her writings and workshops on the gentle, quiet spirit, how respecting your husband looks like in your life, manipulation, and so those draw things out that help us to look at those issues in their life. And I like David Pallison's uh, x-ray questions that will help them see what's going on in their life as well. Uh, if I assign a booklet, I want them to list like 10 things that they've learned from reading that booklet. I also have a form called the Listen Read Assignment where I ask questions, what did you read, and they have to look at that. I uh, appreciate Grace Kentucky. It's uh, Brad Bigney's church, and they have some great assignments, homework assignments. They have something called the Counselor's Toolbox, uh, so I would recommend that. That I found that helpful in, in assigning homework. Wow. Well, that's that's a pretty diverse uh, toolbox, to use your, your term, of homework assignments. And I think that's helpful to see that um, a lot of our homework is just simply asking our counselees to engage in the normal spiritual disciplines, right? Those are mm-hmm. biblical commands that all Christians are to follow, but we're directing those at counseling topics. Uh, and then I love what you said about data gathering, that sometimes we're giving homework designed to learn more or help the counselee to learn more about uh, himself or herself in that. So uh, really, really helpful. So I, I'm, I'm hearing you talk about all this, and it's it's very obvious that you have thought through homework well, and it's diverse, it's intentional, when do you typically prepare your homework? Well, usually before the session, I put together some instruction that I want to teach them, and we will um, the things that we'll be looking at. And I usually type out the homework based on that instruction, and I do it before the session. Um, or perhaps during the session, the agenda changes, the focus changes, and so I need to redo the homework ideas, and sometimes I will email it to them um, if that has changed. 
Yeah, and that's good for us to understand that if we show up to counseling and we have done nothing to think about homework or prepare tentative homework, chances are our homework is going to be pretty weak. Uh, so I like what you're saying, Linda, that we really want to try to prepare homework ahead of time. And then if the session takes a, a different turn that we didn't anticipate, then we can always adjust it and, you know, adjust it in the session or maybe adjust it and send it to the counselee later on. But the point is we want to try to prepare ahead of time so we can put a lot of thought and prayer into all this. Um, now, I know, like you, every now and then I get people that come for counseling and we talk about all this. We talk about the need for homework. We ask them to make a commitment to homework. And, and in spite of all that, they show up and they haven't done their homework. So if a person is struggling to do or complete their homework, how do you typically handle that? Well, I remind them um, of the importance of doing the homework, the commitment they made when we first met, and remind them that this is their personal time with the Lord to seek his wisdom and help to apply the things that we're learning. So a good reminder there. And knowing that homework is part of the change process, I want to find out why they're struggling with it. Is it too much? Is it not clear? Is it too little? Uh, do they even understand the change process, like put off, put on, renew mind? So it means I need to give them a little bit more instruction. They might be resistant to change. They might avoid uh, doing the homework because they don't like what it's revealing. A lot, I use a lot of personal reflection questions, and that's where I find that they have a hard time answering those. Um, maybe they don't understand the biblical principles that we've looked at, and they need further instruction. And maybe simply they haven't made it a priority. So I just want to encourage them. And it's interesting, sometimes um, when I review the homework with them, that that ends up becoming part of the session teaching. And I've learned that the Holy Spirit is the one that sets my agenda. So I want to see the, I want them to see the importance of doing this. Yeah, I think that's important to stress that if we don't communicate that this is essential, this is a key component of the change process, it's not optional, it's not accessory, uh, that it really is a promotion of the means of grace that God has designed for our growth and our sanctification. Um, that really helps people to see the need for it. And it also reminds us that as counselors, we need to really insist on um, the importance of that and, and to lovingly hold our, our counselees accountable um, to make sure that they're doing that. Because that really does uh, undermine the change process if they're not willing to do that. Uh, okay, well, let's get really, really practical um, I would love to hear, looking at maybe some common counseling issues that uh, you have uh, ministered to women over the years, um, what are some of the common assignments that you might give for some of these topics? Maybe we can talk about a few of them. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe worrying anxiety might be one. So what sort of homework assignments would you give to somebody who's struggling with the sin of worry and anxiety? That is one of the top concerns. I have a session on worry and anxiety, and actually I just developed it out of one of your Sunday school classes. And it's from Matthew 6 and Philippians 4. And so I've added some homework assignments to that. And I have them do an anxiety journal. I want them to log those moments when they're worried or they have anxiety and so it includes something from John MacArthur and Elise Fitzpatrick on Philippians 4, 6 through 8. 
and encouraging them to think about these things instead of the things that they're worrying about. And I assign them to review the session worksheet and to complete this journal and to identify the things that they're worrying and they're anxious about during the week. I'll also have them read and meditate on Matthew 6. Um, that's Matthew 6, 24. Do not be anxious about tomorrow. Proverbs 4, again, do not be anxious. And then 1 Peter 5, 7. And I want them to read that several times uh, during the week. Grace Key, again, has a great anxiety worksheet that is really helpful for them to fill out. I give them some listening assignments. Um, I have one from Women's Hope that's out of the Master's University. It's When Anxiety Grips Your Heart. And they go through Philippians 449. And I just love how they deal with that. They talk about the Puritans and how they dealt with anxiety and worry. And they quoted Thomas Watson. He said, worry is to cut the heart into pieces. It excruciates the mind and it wastes the spirit. So I want them to listen to these things and look at what's going on in their life. Uh, when it comes to panic attacks, I have a specific anxiety log I want them to record the panic attack that they had. I want them to tell me what they were doing and thinking when it came on and what people might have been involved. And then the last column is how God helped them to resolve it. I want them to see that God does bring them to a place where they get through that panic attack. And I want them to see God in how they helped him. It's important for them to see that and how God has helped them to resolve that fear that they just had. Uh, one thing that I found with most counseling cases is that women are self-focused and they've made their problems big and unsolvable and that God has become very small in their life. So I have some homework that is designed for them to look at the sovereignty of God. Elise Fitzpatrick has a, um, a book, Overcoming Fear, Anxiety, and Worry, and she has some wonderful homework questions at the end of each chapter. One of the common ones I'll assign is Chapter 8. It's on the sovereignty of God, and they need to see how God is working and active in their life. Um, I might assign a daily devotional. I've discovered this series called 31 Days of Devotions for Life, and they have one on anxiety. And that's been a good assignment because they ask reflection questions at the end and some action points that people can look at and, and practically use in their life. Wow, that really, really is helpful just to hear all of the ways that we can help somebody who's struggling with fear, worry, and anxiety, um, biblical memorization, biblical reflection, some booklets that are helpful and those uh, inventories just to help us to think about uh, learning more about one's particular anxiety so that they can uh, combat it there. Well, maybe we can do just one more. Um, what would you do with somebody who's really struggling with um, assurance of salvation and, and not they're not sure if they're a believer or not? Uh, what sort of assignments would you give in that case? Well, what I'll do is... One of the things that I use is called the 11 Evidences of True Salvation. It's taken from 1 John. John MacArthur developed a wonderful series on this with asking these 11 questions. So 
Um, I go through that with them, and I assign them to read that. At the end of each of my session, I have examination questions. Like, do I enjoy fellowship with Christ, um, God the Son and God the Father? And, of course, that's from 1 John 1. What is my relationship like with Jesus and God the Father? And there's some great examination questions there. Uh, Do I experience the ministry of the Holy Spirit? That's 1 John 4. So this takes them through 1 John, and that uh, was written to bring assurance into people's lives. And so there's examination questions. How is the Holy Spirit working in your life to show you truth and helping you to discern spiritual truth and error? And then um, one of them is on rejecting the world. And First John 2.15. And so they examine themselves. How drawn am I to the world as opposed to drawn to, to Christ and, and the Word of God? So I found this a really good tool in helping people understand. And always I will assign, um, I've been assigning Paul Washer's booklet again, uh, The Gospel of Jesus Christ. And that is a 27-page booklet that will take them through the gospel in a very clear language, and then it has some great examination questions towards the end that they can ask. And the concept in there is we repent from our sin, but then are we repenting? Are we continuing to repent? Is that active in your life? Are we continuing to believe and trust and have faith in the Lord? So that is a wonderful uh, homework tool to give them. Well, Linda, this has been a really helpful conversation to remind us of the importance of these spiritual growth assignments, these homework assignments that facilitate sanctification and and help um, connect our counselees to the normal means of grace that God uses us to conform us to the image of Christ. So thank you for your ministry here at Grace Bible Church. Thank you for the, taking the time to have this conversation. And I think many people that are hearing this uh, will be really encouraged um, as you've helped us to strengthen our efforts and homework. Thank you for listening to Counsel the Word. For more information about the Center for Biblical Counseling and Discipleship, you can visit us at our website at thecbcd.org. 